Travel live. And, well done. Then we're off to Sri Lanka for a week. Yeah. And then back for 48 hours. Then you and I were off to the Holy Land. Yeah. Saudi. You know what? I just thought if Emma Tuta was alive on Instagram and he had Instagram, how do you think his feed would have looked? Influencer. Why am I triggered by this question? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I Even triggered? Batuta would have been the OG of influence. He would have been. He would have been like, that guy with his girlfriend, like <laughs> holding her. No, no. Uh, you like know her, the the girl yeah. in front, and yeah, he's yeah, holding yeah, her from yeah, the yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. He's like traveling the seas. He would have. He would have been the OG of all Instagram travel trends. He you would know, have. He would have recreated all of them. Yo, I agree. I agree. He like, was the greatest traveler yeah, of all right? time. Right? Like he'll he be. Was. He'll be on a ship, take a photo, upload, and be like, oh. Blue views. Yeah. You know? My, uh, view, my, my office. What is it? What is, what is that a hashtag? Is like my yeah. office for today. Yeah. yeah, 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 office, yeah. office views. <laughs> I got upgraded on the trip back. Nah. To what? So, to someone, someone, someone made a mistake, a terrible mistake. No, no, I'll tell you the funny part. Uh, so, me and Kinan, mm. where mm. we met at the airport. Okay. okay. So, I was in a different lounge. The premium one, but he went to the fly the one with So that's how it started. And then he's like, and then he sends me an answer. He goes like, bro, you go two hours, you come to the airport two hours early, but you're late to the gate. How's that? I'm like, I'm Yeah. So we get there. And Anna, I checked in without selecting my seat. Like it automatically selected my yeah. seat. And he gave me a good seat, like 19A. Yeah, that's Which a good goes, seat. Oh, that's that's a good seat. That's pretty good. So we get there. <laughs> and I was before Kinan. So I give them my ticket and they teat it. Whatever they scan it, <laughs> they what? Wait, 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 teat. go back. You know, I knew, I just want to say they teat it. Uh-huh. <laughs> they scan it. That's, That's very Arabic, by the way. It's like a uh, velcro Anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah, we describe the noise. Yes. We don't actually no, no, say the don't. word no. of the item. They teat my. Th- they teat you. They teat your ticket. They teat my thing. <laughs> your ticket. Uh, and then they're like, ah, oh, there's been a. So they give me two. Oh, dope. B. Oh, dope. Oh. And he's like, oh, hey, here you go. And I can't try. Go to the back. 22G. All right. Anyways, so we get in. He's like, listen, tell them no. Don't you wish it was a flight what? that was longer than two hours? Tell them what? Tell <laughs> them what? So tell them to make me sit next to you. Tell them like, what? Don't worry. You go, you go in and give me an hour and a half and I'll talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> it's the a flight of two hours. An hour and a half and I'll talk to them. So I sit, I sit down on 2C. I plug in my charger. Charger doesn't work. Excuse me, my charge isn't right. They bumped me up to the first one. Yeah, lies, all lies. It was me and the and the pilot. 
ودلعت ابل جوس يو هاف ريد بول كان اي هاف نوتس كده يعني يو نو اند باي ذا واي فلاي دبي شارع فلاي دبي فلاي دبي بزنس كلاس از نو نو ويت ذير ستيل ذا كيك تو ات شارع ستيل نوت سبونسر ستيل نوت سبونسر واي بيكوز فلاي دبي بزنس از اميرتس ايكونومي يو جست جيت ا فري ميل اند تي في اند ذات واز ذا اند اوف اور فلاي دبي sponsorship ever. There we go. That's why I told you, wait, I know we don't. Akawi's greatest airline upgrade of all time was, was a two-hour <laughs> flight on <laughs> flight Dubai. Let me, <laughs> let me tell you the dealy, okay? So if you, Akawi's not going to want to hear this. There are some points cards, I'm not going to say their names, but you can rack up points and then you can upgrade to business. Yeah. And then if you do so often enough, then you will be prioritized for business class flights. Does myself and your life partner have this card? Yes. You guys celebrate Father's Day? Because it just kind of happened. Right? No, even my dad, when I told him, Habibi, he's like, huh? Okay, thank you. Yeah, w- does the Arab world... I don't think so. I just wanted to like think about that. Do we, we don't celebrate Father's Day, but Mother's Day... Is a ting ting. Oh, le hadabi starji to not celebrate Mother's Day in the Arab world. There's two or three of them because there's like the Canadian one and then there's the British one and they're on different I've, days. I've, I've tried. I've tried with my parents before for Mother's Day and Father's Day. They don't tolerate it. No, they, they're not. They're not down with it. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, like my, my mom. My mom. Gave, I remember my mom gave me one of those. Like, it's like, oh, thank you, Habibi. I'm like, there you go, my. She's like, hmm. <laughs> Okay, that's nice. But okay. in general, <laughs> they need to be celebrated that's on a daily. Exactly. That's and that's why. So that's where Ot gets his attitude from, for sure. He's like, you're like, look, Ot. He's like, mm, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's definitely where I got it from. Yeah. That's how you know it's deeply appreciated. It's, yeah, I, I love this. Thank you for your help. <laughs> uh, your headphones hurt. Man, these are very tight. They are. Why are we not getting you like custom-made headphones, yo? They don't come in that size. They do. <laughs> they have to. They have to. That was good and savage. La, la, la. They have to. Kefas. They have to. Yeah. There's no way. All right. Who, who else do yeah, I got shout outs for? No, like, I, I just want to show appreciation because some people have been doing some amazing type. You know who I want to appreciate? And I actually would like to take a photo of them together. Man. Stefan Lamar and Ahmed Carter. What, as a unit? You know why? <laughs> why? Because Stefan Lamar now bleached his hair blonde. And, <gasps> and Carter, Carter bleached his beard. his beard. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, first of all, so shout out to Stefan Lamar. For I think real. his album, I don't know if he, what is He's what's working going on, on some new music. His, uh, just, I love pr- watching him perform live. Yeah. Uh, he was at an event recently. I, I don't go to events anymore, it seems. Mm-hmm. But uh, I haven't seen him live the in Insta- The Instagram was lit with his um, performance, and I saw it, and it was wonderful. It was, wasn't he was, it? He's a great performer. I would like to give a shout out to Freak. Yes. Freak. On the Walakil Marimix. <laughs> What a kill my remix! Fire. Amazing, amazing, amazing. The things that this song has done regionally and globally. kapsa. <laughs> so, let, so before Freak released the song, I remember we were in Abu Dhabi for OT's uh, one of OT's like uh, hospital, m- hospital uh, resort visits, and then, <laughs> and then we I called Freak because remember we were t- I ended up like just saying we would meet up, yeah. and he was telling me he's like, "Yo, I got this song. It's gonna be fire." Mm. I didn't know he knew how fire this thing was gonna be. It was unreal. It's been unreal. I think in a way he did because yeah. remember. Remember the weekend, when, yeah. yeah. That night we're hanging out with him in Mecca, where he was talking about the video, and I was breaking it down, and he was trying to explain the track. But like, he doesn't he doesn't want you to hear the track yet until the video releases. But he's trying to explain to you what he's working on. And yeah. I love like, listening and seeing Free explain things. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, with the hand yeah, yeah, yeah. gestures and everything, yeah. and then he explains it to himself while he's explaining. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? He gives it's a like, little bit of energy. So it's, it's like you want to taste, not don't taste. You know, you know, you know what Freak is? Freak is that dude in high school. 
that studied but is not sure. So then he's trying to revise by explaining to you right before the exam. <laughs> That's who he is. Yeah. Straight up. <laughs> Freak is my uh, dictionary for what young people are actually. What's, what is he's the actually, youths? I ask him, what is the youths? Well, the youth <laughs> no, is wearing no. Gucci on a nah, horse. Yeah. <laughs> and Gu- he, what? Wearing Gucci and riding a horse. You didn't see that? That's the Old Town Road thing. No, you the haven't what? seen Freak's video? Yeah, I have. The yeah, late, he's on a horse. He's on a Gucci. horse. He's riding Gucci. <laughs> Um, I'm so proud of him Really I am I I don't know Where is it gonna go Where do you think This is You know what Here's the thing If if you look at what Freak's done Over the past few months I mean In 2019 alone Yeah He's come a long way Because I remember when he did He first recorded The Mo Salah track Right And Tertub happened to be Shooting One of the One of the players Um I'm I'm not gonna remember his name now, but one of the the football players that plays with Mo Salah. Yeah. So Freak came through to the shoot and spoke to him. Was like, "Yo, check out the track." That are you know, um, I don't know all the details behind it, but somehow, some way, it got to him, and he ended up being the the the, the brand soundtrack globally. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Signing a global contract for that, which so, has been spectacular. And then he drops this song. Yeah. And the video catches fire, a massive wave, and. They work on a remix and he gets all this love from the UK. And I think in his head, I think he has a vision board somewhere. I think so. I hope that it all comes true for him because he's just so great. Incredible. And I think he's just good people. I think yeah. good people deserve great things. Yeah. And I think that he, you know, has honored the music and he's honored himself. And that's amazing, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, I, shout out who would have thunk? I think while we're on shout out, shout out to Milan. Oh, sh- <laughs> <laughs> no, shout out to Sri Lanka. It's a shout beautiful country. The people 100%. are amazing. It's so clean. The food is so good. Shout out to whoever created hoppers. Yeah. Hopper is my no, beer. No, it's not hoppers. String hoppers. It's, no, no, it's, it's hoppers. H-O-P-P-A. Whatever. It's actually hoppers. not E-R. But they keep saying hoppers. 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 Anyways. But yummy. 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 I'm going to tell everyone about Serial Serial Book Club because oh God. I feel like, and the, one of my... That's what I was showing you when you were talking because I saw like, seriously, ah. who, who, who's we, like, we postponed it because we had so much had to, to do today. Postponed. Yeah. Postponed. So Serial Serial Book Club is supposed, it's not, no one's invited. This is a private club. But <laughs> okay. then you're saying it on wow. our platform. I want to the share brainchild with our, of Reem and Ahmed Mekki. I want to share with our friends the idea that has never come to fruition as yet in the hopes that it will come true because I really, really want to do this. But one of my things was it can never be made into a campaign. Just so you know, I ignited the idea, Oti. He did. He did. Did you? We had yes. Iftar at oh, Mekki's. So. Oh, I remember that night. And yeah. then we were going to go in the car and we just took a detour into the car for yeah. and Mekki's like, and uh, I don't know if you know, but I'm the serial connoisseur. And I'm like, and I, and I told him, and I'm like, bro, but I call him the sur, but I like one kind of serial. He's like, which I was like, Swiss choco bites. And he goes like, <laughs> that's the best cereal. They had an agree. They had an agreement at, in that moment mm-hmm. in that cereal aisle. And then Mekki and I were talking about uh, it. A book club. You know what? Yeah. But, but like... Considering Mekki and his size, I feel like he has a popcorn bowl of full cereal, of cereal right? and milk. Or maybe he has just <laughs> and a that's little, just his breakfast. Maybe he has a little bowl, which makes it even better. Yeah, no, in Mekki, it's a little bowl. Because, you know, Mekki is a, and he's a classy guy. He's, and a, he's, a, classy guy. he's a classic <laughs> man, you know. So we, I said, wouldn't it be great if we had a selection of cereals and milks and then we had a book club where we would not read the whole book, but read like a chapter and consider with the books that changed our lives because when we were standing at the checkout mm. Akawi asked or Mekki asked what books have changed your life and we started to talk yeah. about that what books have changed your lives 
um, Victor Frankl's mm. book. I can't remember the title at the moment. Oh, wow. Okay. Your mic just flipped. Yeah. Uh, Victor Frankl's book. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll lock the title in the, in the in episode, the, description. episode description. All right. Dope. But um, it, it was, it's basically, he's a, he's a psychologist and mm-hmm. he happens to be put in a concentration camp his you know at the time that was what they were doing to the jews and he writes with deep intellectual and emotional um integrity about his experiences in the in the concentration camp but also tells us about the human condition and what we need for happiness and survival and he's, okay, it's, I, it's I, an absolute re- I, I, I would definitely love- need that book so that was the first book that i thought i would read to mecki and at the serial serial book club serial mm-hmm. being s-e-r-i-a-l Serial okay. being C E R E A L. Ah, uh, I see. So it's like the break it down the repetitive serial <laughs> book club. Anyways, uh, yeah. So I was gonna first read some chapters from that book because I think it is so. It it changed the way that I perceive happiness and what the what humanity needs and is. You know, and mm-hmm. uh, also to understand human suffering because I think part of the pursuit of happiness is trying to understand human suffering. So that's you know that's where I was at. I think we should link these books we somewhere should, because, we, because we I think really we do, don't really do that. We haven't really that. done book reviews. I think this is the first time we're actually talking about books. Welcome to the Serious Serial Book Club. So, yeah, you. what books have changed your life? Wow. It's um, tough to remember off the top is, of your head I've, off, I've, on the I've spot, actually, right? I've actually, yeah, I've read a lot of books. Um, I think one of one I'd always remember, which is for some reason it's the first one that came to mind as random as it is. I read that in high school. Um, the Fish Philosophy. Ah, yeah. Do you know that one? I do the, know that um, one. The one about the fisherman who developed this technique of it was an outlook on life and it was on practice and it was in business and how, you know, they made every day count. Yeah. So funny enough, my brothers and I, um, and I, I think I was there by accident, but we at various years have been selected as part of this leadership program that the school used to host. Yeah. So it was a summer camp. They take top students as leaders and um they uh, the ones they believe who have potential to to become great leaders if you will according to the school and um they take on this camp where you actually get this really interesting training of becoming you know the youth leaders of the future and just better people in general and um it was such a great experience and the first thing they gave us was that book really okay yeah so i think i like yeah i totally get that and i think that's such a great it is a great gift that's a good book um, yeah, I think the books that we read shape the way we see the world. And, for, you know, one of the things that people nowadays, I don't care how you get, it's, there, there are, you know, obviously traditionalists that are like, no, I want the paper book that's like yeah. whatever. I don't care. No, me neither. Audio book, whatever it is. As long as you get to consume the book. Consume the book. Yeah. Um, and I think the only time it matters to me where I was like, oh, I need the paper book is when that book in itself feels like an art piece if yeah you yeah i totally like, get it you get me like in, it's a co- later it becomes a coffee table book or it's um it's a testament of some sort yeah by the way for what's whatever reason i was on in a sh- very big shantaram mood when i was <laughs> younger i must have what is g- that? shantaram is a wonderful book um about uh an escaped convict he escapes from jail in australia and there are some few writers in my life when I look at the his, the way they write, just what they do and how they write, yeah. I, I'm like, oh, I wish I could write like this. Uh, Shantaram, the author of Shantaram, whose name escapes me right now as well, <laughs> um, is that one of those writers. Okay. Um, and 
I still remember phrases from Shantaram. That's how deeply, like, you know, that's how deeply the book affected me. So the book is basically about a man who is an Australian prisoner and he escapes from prison and he finds his way to India where he hides in a slum. And he realizes that the slum, I don't know if you've ever been to a slum in India, but the slums are, people are living on less than a dollar a day and they have no medical care and they have no health care. So he becomes, by virtue of being Western and educated, the de facto doctor of the slum. And it, it begins this wonderful story of camaraderie and love and romance and mafia wow. and friendship and all of life's kind of messages and lessons can be found in his in different, yeah, but it's the way that he writes that you know like Tanahasi Coates yeah. like stop right if there is <laughs> okay. one poetry book in your entire life that you are gonna buy because you want to kind of think about poetry get bone and it's like really cheap on uh, yeah. on Kindle and whatever that book was this incredible. is not sponsored at all by the book it's brilliant yeah yeah and by the way if anyone's not that anyone would be interested but Filipino writers are remarkable writers People don't really know them. Examples. But um, so I, the, I read like, so the first book that I recommend for anyone, which I don't know where the good translation is, but uh, Noli Mitanghere is a, no, Noli Mitanghere is a, um, it's a revolutionary book. I talk about it quite a bit, I think. Yeah. Um, and it was a book written um, by Jose Rizal, which is the Filipino national hero. Mm -hmm. uh, and actually we share a birthday. He and I, sh I share oh. his birthday. So um, what, what the book is and maybe this is a big thing about what's happening in Sudan because today is Sudan's million man million yeah. million people march mm -hmm. is that what it's called yeah um i think deeply about the literature and the politics of literature and how powerful it can be so noli metangheri was written as a piece of resistance to remind the filipino people who they are outside of their colonial spanish oppressors and it mm. was a book a very simple book really written about men in a boat in a, in a in a dish like a boat cast at sea yeah and i think that uh yeah if you read filipino history uh letters the the people would write letters to the philippines reminding the filipinos of who they are and i think when i write to my company or when i write to people and i i say the words and i think i see it starting to like reflect back at me when people say you know queen you mm. know you know who you are that whole messaging the way we speak to each other i believe that people who changed the world spoke to each other in that, in that way, right? Mm -hmm. um, and is a very different way, <laughs> which is like, if, if you say something negative about yourself, he's like, no, no, no. Yeah. So he will not you accept, it. He will not accept yeah. you speaking about, whereas we're a little different. We're like, well... We're self-critical. We're a lot more. And yeah, you'll say to me, like, how would you speak to yourself if, I were, if, yeah. if you were me? Would you say such disgusting <laughs> words? Would you say such nasty? And would you be so nasty? And the truth is, no, of course, because we love each other and we can love each other outside of ourselves type of thing. So it's dope. Mm -hmm. I think it's really dope. That's a good book. We should definitely check that out. Yeah, but I would love, like, I don't know what the rights, we have to look at the right situation, but mm. for me, I think I'm just going to write to these authors and see if yeah, I can if, read if the portions of their if book. There's a, if there's a, an English version of um, Jose's book. Yes, no, there is, there that. is. There's okay, a good. wonderful translation. Um, I think that's fair use, actually. I think anyone can read it. I don't think that there's a, because mm -hmm. it's a national treasure, to be honest. Oh, okay. Yeah, but um, things like uh, Bone, that you know or shantaram i think we should find a way to like Just read drop them an email yeah yeah i think we i think we should so maybe the serious Serious book club not a campaign has <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm sorry that's why we began talking about books we did one of my things was that i don't want it to turn into a campaign yeah you just did uh, <laughs> 
We are so bad. And you blame that cowie for it. I do because yeah, he yeah, brings it out yeah, in all of us. You just did that. Yeah, I do. Bl- I did blame him. But the truth is, I think be- our way, our want to put things out in the world and have good things reach good people is so important. But it makes us campaign it. Yeah, it makes us campaign it. But the truth is, uh, sometimes you want some things for yourself. And maybe that's the Serial Serial Book Club. It doesn't stop us from reading excerpts, though. Oh, we could still do that. That's true. Yeah, I think I think we should. Like, I did that the first time I was on the show, and I think mm-hmm. that was fire. So, oh, wow. they do too. That was on cue. Did we hear it? They laughed so loud that you could hear them through the soundproof walls. Isn't that wonderful? Your mic can barely pick up my voice. Right. Yet, and yet, we just these heard people, them laughing outside. You know, that's one of the things that I love about Collective. That is one of the things that I love about it is that sometimes it laughs so loud it's disrupting. <laughs> it disrupts you. But I think maybe, I, I hope that this place will be remembered as a happy place. And on that note. On that note. Reality. We back. Salam.